Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. It's Growing in Grace, a uh, special edition, Cap, of of Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski, and that's uh, my partner in crime, uh, Mike Kapler, on the other end here, talking about um, you know the life of grace that we have uh, been fr- that we've been freely given in the Lord Jesus Christ. And today, uh, the day that this uh, particular podcast will air, Palm Sunday, we will get back next week to our normal, harsh heavy-handed legalistic drivel, but for this week, we're just going to be talking about the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, through which uh, we've received this wonderful grace. Yeah, you know, I know we had planned on continuing where we left off last week, but then we thought, you know, let's just uh, have a casual conversation about things related to what people think of when, when we get around the Easter season. And so we don't know what's going to come out of our mouths, but <laughs> we're just going to kind of kick back and <laughs> have, a, have a good time with it here because I, I know Easter week here, a lot of people are going to be thinking about some things that uh, we probably think about all year as believers. But on the other hand, I think there's sort of a special time to, I don't know about you, Joel, even me, I, I think about things a little bit deeper as we approach Easter, and I, I don't know why. Maybe just things related more to the suffering of Christ and the whole concept of his resurrection, which just blows the mind. You know, I grew up in in a church that kind of celebrates throughout the year. They celebrate what's known as a church calendar, and you've got uh, Pentecost on there. You've got all you know all kinds of things, and of course, you've got the the, the two that everybody knows, Easter, and you've got Christmas. And it's all spread throughout the, quote, church calendar. And I don't really go by that thing anymore. But, of course, uh, those two special times of the year are are a good time of reflection for many people on, on those specific things. The birth of Jesus, of course, at Christmas time and, and his death and resurrection at Easter time. And uh, I think it is. It's it's neat to focus in on on some of these things. Re- in reality, of course, you know the, the Bible says. You know, Paul said we have died with Christ. We were crucified with Him. And of course, then uh, it, we didn't remain in that state. We didn't remain crucified with Him, but we rose again with Him. Paul says as well. And so those are some of the benefits that we've received from what we're talking about here—the death of Christ, His suffering, and and His resurrection. So it's really good things uh, to remember right now at this time of the year, and of course all year long. I, I wish we would have thought a little bit further ahead about this because I, I know there's so many cool things you can bring out between even some parallels of what God did in the Old Covenant and and how it sort of related to to Christ and his sacrifice. But you mentioned one, even though we we barely talked before we started our recording here, we just thought we'd just kind of kick back and and talk a little bit about uh, the resurrection of Christ and, and everything related to it that we could squeeze into our program. But you mentioned something right before we came on, Joel, about Abraham and, and Isaac. And the sacrifice that the sacrifice that was going to occur with uh, Abraham offering up his own son, which uh, really was the beginning toward God being able to put His plan in motion too. Yeah, it's uh, it was interesting that how there's so many parallels between what happened in the old covenant 
and what really happened at the cross. You know, Abraham, of course, was told by God to take his son Isaac up the mountain and to sacrifice him. One of the things that sticks out to me in that story was as they were going up and, and as Abraham was building the the whole place to provide the sacrifice, you know, Isaac had no clue what was going on, and he says to his father, where's the sacrifice? You know, he, he noticed everything was in place, but he didn't he didn't see where this uh, the animal that was going to be sacrificed was coming from, not knowing that it was going to be himself. So when he asked that question to Abraham, Abraham said, God himself shall provide the sacrifice. Obviously, as the story goes, as we know now, of course, right at the last minute, God stopped Abraham from sacrificing his son. There was a ram there that uh, God provided. You know, as we bring that into the new covenant, as we bring that into the, the reality of what really did happen with the blood sacrifice of Jesus, God himself provided the sacrifice. God himself was the sacrifice. You know, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. That was the sacrifice, the sacrifice of the son that he provided on our behalf. Yeah, I wonder uh, with that ram, uh, how many bites they got out of that ram. <laughs> Megabytes or bites or random oh, access been, or what? Been, you know, they, they probably chewed carefully, but they could have been megabytes. I didn't even know they had computers back then. <laughs> well, you know, where do you think computers came from? <laughs> Good point. You know, evolution? Everybody thinks they... And everybody thinks they started with Bill Gates. Come on. <laughs> yeah. There so, you have it. The first mention of RAM. <laughs> it was in, right there in the, everything at its beginning, right there in the Bible. <laughs> well, you know, one thing I do want to mention, even though I, I do some, like I mentioned, I, I focus on, on some things about the resurrection of Christ this time of the year at Easter. But really, uh, under the New Covenant, there is not one day whether it be the weekly Sabbath or Sunday or Easter Sunday or Good Friday. There isn't one day that we place above another. In and of itself, there isn't one day that's really more holy than any other day. Now, I know we take time out to recognize and celebrate, but, I mean, even here in this country, Joel, we celebrate Easter at a different time each year. So that the, the day itself, just like my Bible that's in front of me right now, the, the pages in this book, the paper in which it's written on in and of itself is not holy uh, any more than, than this, this day or that day would be holy. There isn't one day placed above another, really, uh, under this new covenant. That's a cool thing. Mm -hmm. But having said that, there is something special about meditating on, on the resurrection that I really like. You know, I mentioned this uh, to you the other day because I, I posted Don Francisco's song, He's Alive, on, on my Facebook. Because I hadn't heard that song for years, and mm -hmm. I thought, hey, I'm going to Google this up and... And it was pretty cool. One line I love in that song, and I'm probably not quoting it just right, but it's the story of, of John running and, and finding the empty tomb. The clothes that Jesus had been, that he had been wrapped in, they were lying there as an empty shell, is what Don Francisco called it. Because uh, as I turn over to uh, John chapter 20, him and Peter, you know, they ran down to the tomb. The clothes or the handkerchief or the cloth, depending on your version, that had been around Jesus' head, not lying with the linen cloths, but folded together in a place by itself. When they saw that, they believed. So what was it that, that caught their belief there? I think it's just one of these little hidden things that, that happens sometimes in the Easter story. That term folded together, what had been uh, wrapped around Jesus' head, folded together, not lying there like if I, take my, uh, if I take off my shirt and throw it on the bed, not lying there like that, but uh, was still wrapped up at, like in a coiled shape. And that's why Dan, Don Francisco 
use that line in the song, that it was just an empty shell, or still wrapped. You know, in other words, Jesus slipped out of it, but it was still wrapped. I suppose if you see something like that, you would believe too. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I, I think that would be quite a sight to see. And, you know, it's something that when you talk about that, I think what, what that brings to my mind is that there is a great mystery in the whole death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and yet what makes it real to us is simply believing. It's one thing that we can get out of this thing. You know, Jesus, after he had risen, who who was he talking with? You know, when people saw him, they didn't recognize him at first. And then uh, when he spoke to them, you know, they didn't realize it was Jesus. And then suddenly, as you read, uh, you know, the stories outside the tomb and in the garden, suddenly uh, they realized that it was him. It was the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and so there's a great mystery with the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And yet the beautiful thing about all of this is that, you know, by simply believing and, and trusting in the story that we've heard, you know, the truth of Christ's death and his resurrection, then, of course, us being identified with that, you know, because I, I grew up, you know, I heard all the stories, and, you know, I could, I could tell people what happened. I could tell people the events that happened, Jesus being uh, whipped and Jesus being nailed to the cross and Jesus dying and being laid in the tomb and Jesus, you know, the stone being rolled away and Jesus r- rising again. Uh, you know, I knew the story. I knew the events that happened. But there's something different that happens when we not just believe the events, but believe what God has done through those events for us and, and, and for himself as well. It was, you know, with joy. Jesus, for the joy set ahead of him, set before him, he endured that cross. And that joy, of course, was us, was you and me. And God did that with, with us in mind and uh, all because of his great love. Well, and along those lines, now, there can be a lot of symbolism here, but it's something that really happened that we hardly ever hear talked about. We, we may have discussed it uh, somewhere along the way over the last five years, but when Jesus died and after he rose again, he wasn't the only one who rose, Joel, according to the, the end of Matthew. Now, we don't hear a lot about it because the scripture doesn't take a lot of space in our Bible to talk about it, but after Jesus rose, I'm sorry, after he died, The earth quaked and the rocks were split, the book of Matthew says, and the graves were opened. Rocks that were covering graves were opened up, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep, who had died, were raised. And Mm -hmm. coming out of the graves after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. So Jesus wasn't the only one who showed up Mm -hmm. uh, and appeared to people. And, And I think this kind of relates to what you were just talking about, Joel. We rose with him, so to speak. We rose with him. There were others who rose and appeared to people in Jerusalem. Yeah, isn't that something else? We rose with him. You know, we were identified. I've used that word before, but, but you know, what I mean when I say that is that literally, uh, you know, that is the truth, that when Jesus Christ died on the cross, even though that was 2,000 years ago from the time that we're speaking, in reality, in a spiritual sense and in a spiritual reality, we were on that cross with Christ. We died with him. We can't repeat that enough, that, you know, because Paul says that over and over again, too, that we died with Christ. Not only did we die with him, but we rose again with him. And this is a spiritual thing. And so, you know, people are waiting till this wonderful day, and it's going to be a great thing when we die and when we, when we go to heaven and, and all of that great stuff. But really, the, the truth is, eternal life has already begun. 
You know, we've already begun to live this eternal life uh, because, spiritually speaking, we have died with Christ and rose, and we have risen again with him, and it's now, and it's forever. Well, that's the truth, and, and sometimes it's easy to lose sight of that because we're so caught up with what we see, <laughs> if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. Yeah. Eternal life does start now. It started quite some time ago, but, I mean, we, we always think of things starting when, when we die, and that's not the case at all. Jesus Christ has provided us with everything that he's going to do. He's already done it. Many times we've said this here on this program, that so many times we, we seek in our lives, we are seeking after things from God that God has already provided for us. And I don't know how else to say that, Joel, where people might be able to get it, where they might not be getting it now, but it is a finished and completed work. I'm just intrigued with uh, the whole story, and it's something that we can... Well, you know what? I'm so intrigued with it. I'd I'd like to do a a weekly program for 15 minutes and continue to talk about this kind of stuff. Hey, what what an astounding idea. (laughs) Let's do that. And speaking of that, you know what? We've got to wrap it up for this one. But, hey, I'm glad you uh, had this idea, Cap. This was Cap's idea to uh, do a special uh, program here on Palm Sunday, you know, for this Easter week that's coming up. And uh, we'll get back to our uh, regular stuff. I, I, I promised last week, or at least we said last week, that we would start talking about giving and tithing. And uh, I promise you now that for sure uh, next week we will get started on that. And so (laughs) uh, no fear there. We'll be back with more of our regular Growing in Grace uh, talk next week right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard weekly on Gracewalk Internet Radio and other online sources around the world. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.